Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. going to be a busy week. Welcome everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Edmonton Oilers are in the playoffs, but coming off a disappointing loss, but a big matchup that's going to have national scope tomorrow when Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid with 692 career points in his, well, you know, grand total of his first 400. Where did it go? I had it right up here, and somehow, well, there it is. Uh, first eight, 485 games played. Connor McDavid, 692 points. Sidney Crosby at 688, and they will meet tomorrow in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a kicker. McDavid with 467 even strength points. Crosby with 416 in those first 485 games. Crosby, 264 points in the power play. McDavid, 216. And it was Dave Jackson from ESPN who will join us today that actually put a tweet out a while ago that uh, showed you uh, how precipitously the power play numbers have dropped in the league since the 0506 lockout when Sid the Kid came in. So we're looking forward to that game tonight, uh, tomorrow. We have an absolutely jam-packed next couple of shows for you today. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buyer leads your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce. Store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supply. A recap of the two games this weekend. The Oilers getting in the playoffs, beating the best team in the Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche by a score of 6-3, and then a uh, 2-1 uh, lead yesterday. They kind of went away on them, and they had lots of chances to put the game away. They didn't. Uh, we'll have that for you in the first half hour, as well as NHL insider John Shannon. At 12.35 today, the vice chair. The Oilers Entertainment Group Hockey Hall of Famer, uh, Kevin Lowe, of course, the former captain of the Quebec Ramparts, the first English-speaking captain of the Ramparts. And uh, Kevin will join us, to, frankly, to talk a bit about the passing of Guy Lafleur, what Guy Lafleur meant uh, to, you know, I think we know, but, uh, you know, sort of what it was like playing against Guy, growing up with Guy Lafleur as uh, one of the idols out there, and just the impact of Guy Lafleur specifically in uh, the, the province of Quebec. And, wow, what a wonderful uh, uh, celebration uh, last night prior to the start of the game. Just it was, and it was a celebration of life, and it was special, and it was emotional. It was great to see. Uh, at 105 today, 
the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, Jay Woodcroft, 23-9-3. The Oilers were five points out when Woodcroft took over. Uh, they have secured a playoff berth, one more win, and they secure opening round home ice advantage, uh, most likely against the LA Kings. And at 135, as promised, ESPN rules analyst, longtime NHL official, Dave Jackson. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree is 100% restriction-free daily food specials, spectacular live music each weekend. For more information, head to RiverCreeResort.com and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Brendan, just before uh, we get into the orders now. Audio Vault, you were in the building on Friday night. Spectacular theater, a huge kill. Uh we have five on three for the Oilers uh, to, to get through late in the first, early second. And uh, the fans were feeling it, man. It was a great uh, tribute send-off as uh, they counted down the clock and the Oilers secured a playoff beat, uh, berth by beating one of the best teams in the NHL, Colorado. It's a great feeling in the building that and on Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, the fans have been rocking it there for a while now. And Friday, it's it's been a playoff atmosphere, Bob. And Friday, it just felt like it. You get a well-greased crowd in there and Evander Kane giving them every reason you'll hear for uh, here in the audio vault coming up here every reason to cheer too it was uh, a lot of factors pointing in the right direction at home all right let's get to the owners now audio vault for direct workwear proud to offer on-site seamster services and embroidery get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip here's what we're going to do we're going to start with the owners victory against colorado on friday night Oilers need one more win to clinch a playoff spot. It'll be a tough test. They take on the top team in the Western Conference, Colorado Avalanche. Byram, pass across, one-timer, scores! Nachushkin, wide open in the slot, makes it one nothing for the Avalanche. Into the Avalanche zone on the left to Kane. He'll go in behind the net. He'll wrap around, scores! Evander Kane with the wraparound! Here's Bouchard. He'll walk in. He'll shoot it. That one sails over the goal. Bounce in front. Scores! Evan Bouchard got the bounce off the end glass, and he batted it in. Kane almost banked it off. I can't burn it in. It goes to key side of the net. Kane scores! David will go across the line, find Kane. He's going to go to the net. The shot. Scores! Patrick goal! Evander Kane! So Edmonton uh, ultimately gets themselves the 6-3 victory on Friday night. The team flew Saturday into Columbus. Matinee yesterday had a good start but didn't finish the Blue Jackets when they had multiple odd man breaks. Columbus Storm back. Here is our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work wear. A win and the Oilers will have home ice in the first round of the playoffs as they take on Columbus here this afternoon or this morning in Alberta. Bemstrom gets checked and coming the other way is McDavid. He'll drop to the middle. Kane walks in, scores! Evander Kane high to the glove side on Merzlikens. For a check, we'll put it on net, save. Koskinen rebound, scores! 
was put on goal. It hit the pad of Koskinen. It came back out to McDavid on the left wing. Back to the left wing point for Barry. To McDavid across. Dreisaitl scores! Leon Dreisaitl, the one-timer off the right wing. It's a power play goal, and the Oilers are up 2-1. to one. 55th goal of the season for Leon Dreisaitl. Six seconds left to go in the power play. It comes in front. Oh, the save made by Koskinen! He absolutely robs Bemstro. For Nyquist. He's got CeCe on him. Pass in front of it. Oh, save made by Koskinen. Down the left wing to Roslovic scores. Picked off by Bjorkstrand. He'll go across to Sillinger. He'll score the empty netter. And the Edmonton Oilers' four-game win streak will come to an end. So the Oilers lose 5-2. There were multiple opportunities to build two goal cushions in that game. They didn't give Elvis Merzlichkin's credit. He had a, a great start. Here's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft on the loss to CBUS. Talked before the game that this game was going to be a learning opportunity. We learned some stuff. Um, one thing I think we can be better at is that we did generate a lot of offensive opportunities. And uh, on a personal level, we can be sharper. We can be sharper to convert those. Um, and I think that's, you know, their goaltender played very well. That's the type of goaltender you're going to see down the stretch and in the playoffs. Uh, you have to find a way to be personally sharp so that you can maximize those opportunities because there won't be as many in the playoffs and uh, Jay Woodcroft also before the game added a little bit of an update Darnell Nurse uh, that was the one sort of negative out of the game against uh, Colorado was uh, he got uh, knocked out of the lineup he's in Darnell Nurse and yes Apollo not on this road trip this quick two game trip and uh, I think all things considered the orders maybe could have actually gotten worse news on Nurse uh, and Woodcroft uh, sort of uh, I don't know if he totally established a timetable for a potential return we're just letting him heal up here. Um, we don't think it's uh, anything um, major. We're just taking it day by day with him and didn't bring him on the trip. With with nurse, you, you, you would anticipate him being able to, to start the play. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where he's at. We don't want to put any uh, timelines out there or anything like that. We're uh, we didn't bring him on the trip and we're allowing him to heal up. All right, let's look at the rest of the hockey action over the weekend. NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Chet Studios, here's Brandon Escott. Well, Chicago hosts Philly tonight in the league's only game. The Oilers and Penguins facing off early tomorrow, 5 o'clock on 630 Chet. Steven Stamkos, 13 points in four games to earn first star of the week. Kevin Fiala had 11 in four. He's your second star. Jonathan Quick, your third star. Florida's Ryan Lomberg received an automatic one-game suspension for instigating a fight inside the final five minutes of regulation against Tampa yesterday. Set in the table, they've got the rivalry, the, uh, the state rivalry there. Head coach Andrew Brunette, by virtue of that, though, was fined $10,000 as well. Bakersfield knocked off Tucson 5-1 at home Friday night, and Stuart Skinner shutout Stockton on Saturday. 4-0 win there. Skinner's fifth shutout of the season. He'll play an 
Abbotsford tomorrow and then host Stockton in what uh, I think is the regular season finale on Saturday. And your Oil Kings leading Lethbridge two games to none in the opening round series. A two-goal game from Carson Golder propelled them past the Hurricanes in Game 2 on Saturday. It was a 4 nothing win. Sebastian Kosa, yes, picked up the shutout there in Game 3 in that series tomorrow in Lethbridge, 7 o'clock. Xavier Bargo had a four-point performance yesterday uh, for uh, Shawinigan in the Quebec Leagues, having a tremendous uh, season, basically about 1.6 points per game. Carson Golder, you heard Brendan talk about him. He actually has played most of the season. Well, he, the start of the season at defense, he's alternated between defense and forward for the Edmonton Oil Kings. All right, our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. It's going to be Connor McDavid and the Oilers against Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. We're going to talk about that with our NHL insider, John Shannon, when we return on Oilers Now. It's 12-18 in Edmonton. Mike Smith on a uh, 10-0-1 run as uh, the Oilers netminder here. It's been unbelievable. 938 save percentage during that stretch and fully expect him to play against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Just before we go to John Shannon, a quick text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, if the Oilers fail to clinch home ice advantage for the opening round of the playoffs, will this impede McDavid, Connor McDavid from winning the MVP? Uh, you know what's going to impede Connor McDavid from winning the MVP? Uh, the Oilers having an 8.4% shooting percentage 5-on-5 five five when he's on the ice. He's been up around 11% the last two years because Connor McDavid, in my opinion, now gets judged differently than other players for the MVP. I don't vote on the MVP. We vote on the coach of the year. We're going to bring aboard John Shannon for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. John, do you think, uh, welcome back to the show, first of all. How you doing? Doing well, Bob, you? Good. Do you think that Connor McDavid is almost judged a little differently, given the stratosphere that he's played at here? Uh, you know, he's, he's, there's a good chance he wins uh, another Art Ross. Uh, it would be his fourth. Uh, I'm not convinced he's going to win the MVP because I think it's almost like he has to win the scoring race by 20 to 25 points to win it. What do you think? I, I think that's probably fair. Uh, and, and you almost wonder if the voters are looking for uh a b m anybody but mcdavid uh, hmm. it, it's it's fascinating because um if you have watched uh, you know the the 78 games of the that the oilers have played the 76 i guess that connor have played in then you'd say wow he's he has been the most valuable player uh but people are looking for other options to vote they're looking for austin matthews they're looking for jonathan huberdeau uh, I mean, there was a, a moment we were talking about Igor Shosturkin, which made no sense to me, um, and 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 Roman Yossi, who I who probably was closer than anybody else in my mind to being a, a complete MVP. But it's almost that Connor is put on a different level, uh, just because everybody admits he's the best player. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily, in their opinion, make them the most valuable player to his team. All right. We have Connor against Sid tomorrow. I put the numbers out uh, through 
the same amount of games played, so the 485 games played. McDavid's at 692 points. Crosby's at 688. They did it differently. Uh, Crosby had 264 points in the power play. Connor had 216. I think it surprised a lot of people that McDavid had 51 more even strength points. Now, the 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 wise Alex out there would say, yeah, well, Crosby had won a cup and McDavid had. Hey, it's not Connor's fault. He hasn't played on the you know Pittsburgh had a better team, but it, it is it is great theater watching these two guys. I mean, Sidney Crosby, John, might be my favorite non-Oiler player in the league. Uh, terrific theater when these two play, isn't it? Without a doubt. Uh, and they play so differently, and yet uh, the competitive fire, and you've been there with a the front row, Bob, the competitive yeah. fire in both of them is just so high that that's the, that to me is the fascination. They, you know, in, in my mind, uh, you know, we talk about Connor not getting acknowledgments as the MVP. Uh, I don't think Sydney gets anywhere near the acknowledgement, acknowledgement of being a 200-foot player that he should. I mean, he should. I, in my opinion, in the last three years, he should have won the Selkie Trophy at one point. That's how good I think he is in his own zone. Um, and yet, and and like Connor, over the years, uh, he's been able to. And this is not a knock at any player that's played with them, but when in doubt, put them with Connor or put them with Sid. And they will make that player better. They will make that player contribute. And that's uh, that's one of Sydney's calling cards. Look at the guys that he has made better and now are contributing players to the Penguins, like a, like our Brian Rust and a Jake Gensel. And, and before them, Connor Sheary. You know, it's, it's fascinating to see Talbot the impact Dupuis of somebody. Yeah. 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 I mean, ask, I tell you what, ask Derek Broussard when you see him about what it was like to go into that room. I, I remember when Derek got traded from Ottawa to Pittsburgh. Uh, we were there doing a game um, with either Vancouver, Calgary, or Edmonton. And I sat with Derek for 10 minutes in the room, and he said, the amount of work that Sid puts in on a daily basis during the day, on an off day, in the morning, in the weight room, is absolutely phenomenal. And and by osmosis, you're a better player because all you have to do is watch him, and if you can try to match him, you're going to be a better player for it. John, we have, uh, and we'll give you a little bit more time on Wednesday, two quick questions. The first, We have Jay Woodcroft coming up, 23-9-3. The Oilers, uh, the Oilers are, are in the playoffs. They're probably going to be hosting the first round. Slam dunk that an extension comes at, at some point when the season's completed for the Oilers? I mean, isn't it in the drawer somewhere now? You, I mean, you have your Oilers sources. So is this <laughs> fait accompli it gets done? Fait accompli. Okay. Fait accompli. And as a historian of the game and a man who, uh, you know, watched some of the greatest dynasties of all time, just a quick thought on the theater, back to that word, last night, uh, it, just the, the Canadians fans honoring Guy Lafleur. that was awesome, wasn't it? When you consider the standing ovation generated by the fans was more than 10 minutes long, to me that was a master craft, not necessarily for the fans, but that was a master craft for any player currently on the Montreal Canadiens roster to understand what it is to wear that sweater, what it is to play in that city. That, to me, was absolutely amazing.
John, we have Kevin Lowe, the first English-speaking captain of the Quebec Ramparts, a Hall of Famer himself, to talk about, uh, you know, growing up in that province and uh, later playing against Guy Lafleur. He's up next. Thanks for joining us, and we'll hook up on Wednesday, okay? What, what, what number did Kevin wear in, uh, in, uh, in Quebec City? Yeah, I, <laughs> I think he wore number six. four. But that, uh, well, he could, no, I don't think four. he wore we four. Know that. I don't think he wore four. No, I don't. I don't think we'll so. <laughs> we'll have a little bit of fun when we come back. Uh, that is John <laughs> Shannon, who will join us again on Wednesday. John is our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back from the uh, Oilers Entertainment Group Hall of Fame defenseman Kevin Lowe. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.